Celebrating 25 years of Jaguars football. Players hugging. They know what just happened. They understand that this team just made the playoffs for the first time in 10 years. It is Monday, October 7th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. And now, along with Pete Prisco and the president of the Andrew Norwell Fan Club, J.P. Oh, yes. Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour. I do. I tell the truth. Presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, that's Tony Baselli. Defender of the truth. That's what I'd like to be called today. Pete Prisco down in South Florida, CBS Sports Senior Writer. We got a show today, fellas. Baselli's all fired up. Prisco is going to be fired up, too, I think, today. Pete, what's up, man? Pete, are you there? Great great job. Great drop in, Pete. I'm here. I said we got to warn the audience that Tony is fired up today. Yeah, well, he is. I mean, if you look on Twitter, we put a video out. He's being a mean guy today. How am I being mean? I'm not being mean. Was yes, that, you are. Was you that came video on mean? fiery? I'm warning you. The I'm tw- warning you. The Twitter video told people to get out of here, right? I know. I yeah. just said, wake up. Let's pay attention. Watch the tape. This is like we're just going to tell the truth today. That's all. <clears throat> let's th- let's talk about the truth. This team lost the game. They should have won. And why did they lose the game? They should have won. But very simple. The defense stunk. But no, two things. Yep. Two hundred ninety-eight yards of rushing. They gave up. 288, 285, whatever it is. Second worst day in franchise history. Okay. Yeah. That's example one. Can't do that and win. Nope. Example two, can't turn the ball over three times. Nope. Can't, be my, can't turn it over three times. Once it led to a touchdown, once or both led to touchdown. Two left led to touchdowns. One was point blank. Deep in your own territory, you fumbled. And the other, they returned for a touchdown. That's 14 points. Can't do that. That's why they lost the game. Run defense is atrocious. Atrocious. It was atrocious against the Broncos, too. No, the pass defense was atrocious against the Broncos. Basically, teams are deciding, like, we're just going to move the ball. We'll pick pick our poison. This week it was the run game. Last week it was the pass game. Who thought who thought that we'd be at this point in the season and it would be the defense that was the concern and not the offense? With the backup quarterback I mean, being one of the stars. No way, right? right? No way. Crazy. So, I mean, it was uh, – can't fumble the ball on offense. You cannot fumble the ball. Two of them were on Minshew. One was on Norwell. It's the bottom line. Unless someone tells me the fullback came too tight to uh, – to Minshew, but I don't think anyone's come out and said that yet. No, Doug Marone said the quarterback needed to kind yeah, of keep it tight. He's got to keep it yeah. tight. That's on Minshew. That's what I saw on the tape. Mm-hmm. It was on Minshew. So two on Minshew, one on Norwell. Can't do it. Can't turn it over. The front the, seven. The one, the one the front seven played terrible. A, the one where he was bouncing around, Tony, where it was like he was trying to do what he did in Denver, where he's trying to find a little lane. He, there was no pressure, that by the way. Once, was, in a, once in a million years, you can't do that. You know, you got to get, get the ball out. Pete, there was no pressure. He was run, he he started right. Thought, it was phantom pressure. It was and so he was trying to make. Now he didn't. He was in the pocket. There was nothing there. A lot of quarterbacks like to bounce it out if there's nothing there after you know four seconds or so to get outside. Um, but you can't do it. I mean, you can't fumble the ball there. You're trying to go win the game or tie the game late. You're on the thirty yard line, whatever it is. You cannot fumble there. 
The one we're showing right now, that's on Norwell. I mean, he got pushed he like got seven beat. yards back. He got backfield. beat. It happens, though, guys. It's the NFL. Those guys get paid. Mario Addison's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Right. He just got a six and a half sack. Third best in the league with I mean, that he's one. a good yeah. player. It happens. I mean, I listen to all these people on radio and internet. Oh, Norwell's, ter- Norwell's terrible. He's a bomb. He can't play. Give me a break. Watch the tape. He had two bad plays. That was a bad play against a very good player. It's unfortunate it happens, but guess what? Every player in this league, every one of them gets beat. All of them. Everyone has a play. And it you happens. made and Tony, and you made a point before the show. Look, he's not as bad as he's being portrayed, no. but he's also not worth the close to being worth the money. Well, but Pete, come on, you've been doing this a long time. You overpay in free agency. That's what happens. Okay. Well, put the general manager hat on you right now. If you had an opportunity to go sign him again, would you sign him? Would I sign them again if I uh, had the opportunity? Yeah, that's, that's the only question we can ask right now. Um, I actually – I don't know because I don't remember the situation. I, can, I actually cannot remember what was our guard situation back there. I think we were desperate because we came off a year where we had zero offensive line and we needed people. And we had huge cap space. So, okay, yeah. But you're making all – right now, as is, would you sign them? Would I pay him as much as he's would, making right now? No. Yes. Okay, I would. That's the answer. That's why the fans get all up in arms. But, but that's the wrong question right now, Pete. That's the wrong question to be asking. Game five. That's a dumb question. That's why you're a reporter and not a GM, because that's not the question you asked. You asked that question in February, whether you want to go and tell them to take a discount. I would ask it last February. Well, you you can't because of cap reasons, but that's a whole other issue that I'm not going to get into. But that's a dumb question. You don't talk about money in week five. What you know what you talk about is you look at the tape and you grade them based on what they're doing. That's what you do. And if you watch the tape, this year he has played above average, good average. at times. No, above average, good at times. He's been physical. I thought Sunday he was physical. He had two bad pass plays. He let Gerald McCoy get on an edge, cause a pressure, and he got pushed back by Mar- Mario Addison. This is, I mean, I want to just say it again for everyone listening because the people out in the, that I've listened to today and read the on people. the internet, the people, I'm not naming names. Oh, well, no, we name names on this show. But we name names. Let's put it in perspective. We want names. That was the number one, number one, Pete, rush, pass rush team in the NFL in quarterback hits and sacks. Guess how many hits that team had, Pete? One. One. Guess how many sacks they had? Two. Guess how many total yards the offense had? Over 500. Don't tell me the line didn't play well and have over 500 yards of total offense. BS. Thank you. That's what <laughs> I'm talking about. You know what, Ridiculous. JP? You know what this reminds me of when he used to take up for Luke Jokel all the time? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. That's not true. Prisco on the top <laughs> rope. Not true. I saw Jokel on the SEC Network the other week, of all things, uh, oddly enough. Uh, let's, well, uh, plenty more on the offensive line to come, obviously. This is going to be a, a topic we circle back to all program here. But we started here. It's the wrong thing to talk about as far as what the problem is. Well, that's my whole thing. So let's talk about everything else. We'll come back. Well, it we'll it come certainly back to is, Tony. You're right about that. It's not yeah. the main But that's all I hear. Pete, that's all I'm hearing. That's what they open up on the shows in other places. That's what they're talking about on the internet. I get people saying we should bench him, get rid of him. He's no good. The offensive line got blown back nine yards. First of all, it was at nine. It was six and a half, and it was one play. Watch the rest of the game. Do you guys watch football? Do you watch it? You know? Because I don't know. I watched Zach Martin, the greatest guard in the history of the game, supposedly, 
who plays for the Cowboys, who I think is a very good player. Pete, I watched him get beat. It's like two yep. Sunday nights ago. He got beat. He got beat the other day, yesterday against the Cowboys against yeah. the Packers. He got beat. So should we cut him, Pete? Should we no. tell him to take a pay cut? Is he awful? No. But please, well, I'm asking please, what- please, <laughs> never, ever, ever again compare Andrew Norwell to Zach Martin. Don't I'm not, do it. I'm comparing the situation, Pete, of one play and overanalyzing, overreacting to one play. It's been more than one play a game I, for Andrew Norwell. I'm Stop talking it. this game. I'm talking about this well, game. Well, other people are talking about the body of work. No, I'm not not, not the people on – no. All right, let's so come let's back to Let's go watch this. the body of work. Let's go through it. Let's come back. I'm tired of We'll it. come back. We're not going to leave right now. I'm we're, tired we're, of the we'll, fat guys getting picked on. We'll circle back around to offensive line. Run defense, obviously, terrible. one of the major oh, issues terrible. yesterday. Miles Jack in the locker room had some things to say about it. Um, I had a couple of incorrect calls, so, I mean, I, I'm really going to put that on myself, like – Truth be told, I can't put it on anybody but myself. I feel like I got to come back. I got to be better. Um, and I owe it to this team to be better. So um, I'm really putting that on myself. Um, I don't blame anybody else but myself. A lot of that sound in the locker room last night, you heard uh, guys talking about they missed their run fits. They were not yeah. the right fits. What does that mean? They're, they're an eight-man front. <clears throat> they're, a gap, they're, they have, they're a gap defense, so they play eight up, single-eye safety. <clears throat> There's eight gaps. On, on a football field. Okay. And so they should have a man for every gap. And so if you have good run fits, you're fitting your gap. Gaps move as plays move, so you fit your gap. What we saw yesterday was zero gap fits and gaping holes on plays that, it should, I mean, people chasing ghosts all day long out of position, and then when we're in position, missing tackles. Yeah, they tackle poorly too. That, that wasn't, it wasn't just missing their gaps. They they tackled poorly. The big thing was gap. I mean, the yeah, gap, it was terrible. I mean, there were holes in there that I mean, Pete, they were so you, big. Pete, Leonard Fournette could have had two hundred yards running Pete. through those holes. <laughs> wow, come on, that's not fair. Pete. That's not fair, Pete. <laughs> you could have you could have got a couple first downs, Pete. With some I mean, they were. It, it was amazing, and then the backup running back comes in, and the crack is even bigger. <laughs> yeah, that was poor. It was bad. So one of the things we're not going to do anymore on this show, at least, we're not going to talk about elite defense. No more. Oh, hell no. No. Uh, Pete, what are they? Are they Pete, average? Pete called. I don't it. even Pete, know if they're average right Pete now. Pete said this defense had a chance to be one of the greatest yeah. defenses Oops. in the history of the NFL. They had. No, I didn't chance. say greatest. I said one of the best defenses in the league this year. No, no, the you best. said they would that's be the greatest best. defenses in yeah, history. That's what you said, Pete. We no, go back I did and run not. The tape. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Yeah, you did. No, you're you're making them like no, the '85 no, Bears no, and all no, those. You're no, out of your no. mind. You, he mentioned the Doomsday Defense. Yeah. He mentioned the 2000 Ravens. He Pete, mentioned the Jaguars no, of 2019. It was in that order. No, it was yeah. unbelievable. No, we can I bring it not. up. So, anyways, um, they're not elite. They're not good, right now. They're bad. They're not bad. They're average. Playing well, they, they were, were bad. bad they were bad yesterday. Yeah, they weren't good in Denver. No. They're an average defense right now. So they what, play good against Mariota. That's it. So what is the most pressing issue now, and how do they fix that? What is the most pressing issue? The run fit. How do you fix run fit? Is it a discipline thing? Is it uh, yes. an individual player thing? You can't be it? a hero on every play. That's part it's, of the problem. First of all, it's individuals. Right. It's like doing your job. Just do your job. Okay, Belichick. Well, that's it, though, Pete. I'm sorry. That's defense. Do your job. Stop running around trying to be a hero and do everyone else's job. Do your job. All right, let's let's name names on the runs, and you you tell me who's to blame for them. Ready? Go ahead. 
You watch the tape. The linebacker level was terrible. Number one, Quincy Williams got benched. That's how bad he was. He did, yep. And Miles Jack was wildly out of position and did not play well, and he, he just told us that. The linebacker level was not good. What happened with Quincy all. Williams? Blocked, poor tackles, bad gaps. All of the above. A, and, B, and C, he had started B, to flash like he was getting it. That's no. the weird thing. He didn't get anything yesterday. And, yeah, he, he got uh, shook a couple times by McCaffrey, too. Be, uh, uh, on the 84-yard run, was it? There's no one there. Run that back. Rewind that. <laughs> I mean, they're all running towards really, the sideline. Really? Okay, stop. Stop. <laughs> Go back. Go back. Watch, Pete. Uh, it's amazing. Where watch are they Miles going? Jack. No, watch Miles Jack. Please rewind that one more time. <laughs> He's the left linebacker. He's going with the reverse action. I, right. We're watching this on Jaguars.com. Yeah, on Jaguars.com. If you can play it back again, you got Samuel on a reverse action. That's where Miles Jack's going. You have both linebackers going like saying, please come down the middle because there's. Yeah, the two guys that are on the down part of that play got blocked too. Well, they got blocked. Okay, it's one thing to get blocked. Getting blocked happens at times. But when you're unblocked, you can't go the wrong way. You can't chase ghosts. Well, that's if, if you look at it, Tony, they got the reverse action to Samuel. So is Miles matter, Jack supposed to go with the reverse action? Really? And, the, and Williams is supposed to pop into the middle. First of all, back up. If you look at it. It's the worst fake of reverse ever. He literally, of he's literally jogging. So where are you going? That's like every lineman is going the other way. I mean, it's like, it's ridiculous. He doesn't. That's got to be on Miles Jack. That it one's got to be on Miles Jack. It is. Come on. Has to be. It's terrible. It's not good defense. It's terrible defense. And Dar- Darius is getting washed down the down the side too. Well, he's not playing well either, right? Um. I will say this. When you give up 285 yards on the ground, nobody is playing good run defense on the front seven. There you have it. Not even Calais? No. Nobody. Nobody. You got to own it. That's like saying, like, an offensive line gives up 10 sacks, but, oh, hey, the left tackle played well. No. And Ronnie Harrison's angle on the one run was atrocious. Yeah, and he's hurt. I don't know what's going on. So suddenly, the Jacksonville Jaguar defense has morphed into a below-average unit. Got to win. We got to win by point. We gotta, I guess we have to win by outscoring people. That's one of the most amazing stories of the first five weeks, right there. We just said that. And by the way, if Jalen was in the game, it wouldn't have mattered either. No, no. Give me no. no. I mean, Trey Herndon played fine coverage. Oh, they're running for two hundred eighty-five. They don't have to throw as much. Guess fine. what? Here's the other thing. We can't get pressure with four. And that's why Todd Walsh is having to blitz a lot more. We blitz a lot now, yeah. more than we ever have, because sure. we can't not get home with four. And this is an offensive line, guys, that had two backups starting. That they had The backup, right? two of their best linemen were out. Trey Turner, who's their best offensive lineman, the right guard, out. So they play Daryl Williams, who's a tackle usually. And guard. Greg Little. Greg Little, the rookie who's uh, playing left tackle. He's out. They started a six-round pick this year, rookie who is a guard from South Carolina at left tackle. You see, that's where Ngakwe and Gang has to have to win consistently. Did not happen. Is he hurt? 
Gakwe? He's not on yeah. the he's not on the injury report. That's all I know. Yeah, now remember early in the year he had the hamstring issue and missed his first game ever. And it looked like remember the the week after that he was still a little slowed by that. He's just not on the injury it. report. That's all we he's know. Let's put but, it this way. As of right now, he didn't play himself into a big dollar deal. Let's come back. We'll uh, get back on the offensive side. Yes, the turnovers were bad. Terrible. But there was a lot of good on offense yesterday, yes, too. a lot of good. We're going to make that coffee cup half full here in a We're going half full right Tony. now? Tony, yeah, because it's no, half he's empty. A, he's in a mean-spirited mood today. He's I'm angry. Not, how am I? I'm, 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 I'm just fighting for my the guys up front because I'm tired of people taking shots that aren't accurate. Get ready for Minshew Mania with the Saints-Jaguars game October 13th. That's this Sunday. Enjoy 15% off tickets and no fees when you order at jaguars.com slash tickets. That's basically 30% off. Use the promo code Minshew at jaguars.com slash ticket. And that's uh, jaguars.com slash tickets, rather. That Saints-Jaguars game presented by the Hananiah Auto Group this Sunday. We're back in a moment. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under budget. It's way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Florin Decor, two Jacksonville area locations, or visit florindecor.com. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, 
we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, he's playing so good, making so many big plays. He probably should have had another touchdown on the on the one right there. Um, playing with a lot of confidence, man, and I, I trust him. I'm going to give him every opportunity to make plays. Gardner Minshew, the second Jaguars quarterback in the postgame yesterday, discussing DJ Chark Jr. And welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick. Someone snuck Tony tea. Tony Baselli. Someone snuck hot tea in where the coffee pods are. One of those days for you, Baselli. Man, it's everything happens when you lose like that. I mean, they change the coffee for tea. The oh. the the lunch is cold. You got you know. I mean, sir, I, hey, last week I said when you win everything looks good. Now <clears throat> I got yeah, in the, trouble because I said you, you want to kick the dog. Now, now it's raining. It's the raining, gra- grass is brown. Grass is brown. Your wife and girlfriend are ugly. The food. By the way, the did you see is- the tweet that we got? Uh, JP says, please tell Tony he's not accurate. Pete has owned him in any debate in the last 20 years. What is that, your mom? No, it's some Stephen <laughs> Hopkins. He, he's, a, he's a big fan of mine, I guess. It doesn't like the angry man. Oh, wow. About that. We've, <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've discussed, obviously, the turnovers are not good, and uh, that cost the Jags a game. Part of the reason why, the three uh, fumbles by Gardner Minshew. But there were some positive things on offense. The the first thing is Minshew's still playing pretty well other than the turnovers. I mean, come on. You don't get to say that. No, I get to say that. He threw for 374 yesterday and was three times in the end zone to try to tie the game. I thought Minshew played um, good. I don't, I, the numbers, like, I think he's played better. I agree with that. The numbers yeah. are big uh, because he's playing from behind trying to come back, so that's going to happen. They'd rather not have to pass 51 times. You know, he had to yeah. run seven, he threw 44. That's 51 dropbacks. That's too much. Exactly. Um, so what's encouraging is the throws that he makes. What's encouraging is the poise. What's encouraging, this, he's a rookie. Like, you have a guy – who can bring you back and you have a chance to win football games from the quarterback position. That's what's encouraging. Um, you got to clean up things. Uh, can't turn it over. Ball security is critical. The one side is fault. He's actually cocking back to throw it, and he gets hit in his back by Norwell. That is not on him. I argued with Jeff. Jeff's trying to say well, he's got to you know, do a better job of securing the ball. Come on. How is he supposed to see the guy? Was the guy he was throwing to open on the take, Tony? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it's still not his fault, Pete. Maybe he's trying to throw it away. I don't know. Let's. Uh, I mean, the the sound we just heard from Minshew there. He's discussing DJ Chark, who's looking like the, he could be a superstar Stud. this year. A Stud. superstar. Number he's a number receiver. one receiver now. Yes, I agree. That's like the greatest news. It's fantastic. I, we have not had a number one, true number one receiver in this place since Jimmy Smith and Keenan Marcardell. Correct. When we had really two, two guys you'd count on. Well, like, yeah, would you not count? He—that's what I'm saying. Would so you would not count Allen Robinson that one year? No, 
not this, not like this. Not like this guy. This guy can run. He's fast. He can do it all. His hands. He can go up and get it. Playmaking. Body control. Toughness. Route running. Body control. Much better. His body control is unbelievable. Um, that play at the goal line. I mean, that was really a touchdown if they had a view down the line. Yeah, to it, keep it in bounds I, and to reach out and yeah, to, to even think about that. I thought, he got, I thought he got robbed of that one. Yeah. It didn't matter. Um, I'll say here's a bold overstatement, oh, overreaction oh, here Monday. We go. Let me give you one right now. It's only five games in. He's the third best receiver in the history of this franchise. That is bold. Mm, you, you might not be far off. Okay, give me one. <laughs> give me the. Give me who would be ahead of him. Laron well, Robinson. Robinson's still ahead of him, right? Huh? Isn't Allen Robinson still ahead of him? Third. I'm just telling you. Well, what are our other options? Jimmy and Keenan are one and two. Mm-hmm. Who, who else? Who would be? Blackman. Who else? <laughs> there isn't one. That's why. That's what I made point. Well, because they busted so many picks at that's that spot. That's my point. R.J. Soward, Reggie Williams, Matt Jones. I mean, okay. on and on it goes. Let's say he's the fourth. I'll put Allen Robinson's the third. It's still it's five games. He's the fourth best receiver in the history of a t- Cecil a Shorts the third. No, he's no, better. he was better than Cecil. <laughs> I, I mean, that's how bad this position's been, Pete. Well, 20- they busted on them all, Tony. Think about it. They busted on three first round picks, and one what is it? One was in the top ten. The kid's a stud. Now it's early. It's overreaction. It's way too early to say what I just said, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it because I think – Too late. It's out there now. Oh, there's Mr. Logman. Come join us, Logs. <laughs> Logman you want to come join by. us? You want to – He doesn't want any of this tonight. Logs, you don't want it. You don't want it. No, I'm no, defending no. the fat guys, the big it. guys, Logs. It's a whole thing. Um, so, on the other side of the thing on offense here, I mean, Leonard Fournette had a 48-yard run in this game, finished with 108 for on 23 carries. And there are moments where he's still running the ball really hard, right? But there's other moments where it's going out wide and he can't find traction. I don't want to see this wide run anymore. He's not a he's not a he is not good at going parallel line of scrimmage and then finding a hole and turning it up. His shoulders need to be parallel I mean need to be parallel line of scrimmage the entire time. When he's when when he's he's perpendicular when he's a waste of time. And he I think he misses holes. Yeah, I do too. But when he's perp- when he's parallel to the line of scrimmage, his shoulders are square to the line of scrimmage. I mean, I'm telling you, he runs well, and like, he had some really good runs. Like obviously, that can work for McCaffrey. They did that. McCaffrey can do anything he want. He's the best back. But he's not. He's not that. McCaffrey. They're different. No. Different Dude, cats. No. Come on, totally even, different cats. Completely different. <laughs> no, one's an air back, and run runs the contact. One runs the contact. I mean, McCaffrey's the best offensive player in football. Well, who's not named a quarter? Who's not a quarterback? Yeah, non-quarterback, he's the best player in football. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. I'm just, it is a fact. You want to put quarterbacks in there, there's only one. I was about to say, there's not many above him in there's quarterback There's only position. one or two ahead of him, maybe three. Mahomes. The only problem not, is he's a running back, so he'll be used up in a couple of years. I, the way he plays, though, Pete, he, he, can, he can have a long career because he can go to a third down back. Do you remember when they thought he would be able to handle runs between the tackles? Uh, well, no. Make sure. I never thought that. I didn't either. People, people did. The experts. Experts. Opinions. Were the up. experts said he was a third down and return guy. Well, he could be. He could run between the tackles he, for he, about twenty years, and he could run between those holes. He's the best football player, offensive football player in the world right now. 
the whole he's in, world, the, he's in the MVP conversation. That's the whole sure. universe. There's not a better offensive football player than Christian McCaffrey. You said except for a couple of quarterbacks. It's a fact. No, quarterbacks are in a whole other category. No. Right. No, well, in the MVP race, it's the best. It's the most valuable player. Right now, he's my MVP of the NFL. So he's better uh, than quarterbacks. Mine would probably be Mahomes or Russell Wilson. No, that's you're wrong. <laughs> he's the most Well, they valuable. got better records, A. This is, Pete, the most valuable player who does the most for his team is Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay, here you go, Baselli. You have a pick. You can take whichever one you want to be your most valuable player. I'll take Mahomes. You would take McCaffrey over Mah- over Mahomes. No, I'm picking McCaffrey as my uh, as a player before. He's not more valuable than any quarterback. So stop it. Really? He's not more valuable. No running back in the history of the league is more valuable than a great quarterback. Not happening. Eh. Ever. Jim Brown would disagree. All these players we just listed though this year, the Jags could have drafted all of them. Remember that. Well, Russell why, Wilson. Why are you going backwards? Pat Mahomes. Why are you going backwards? Christian well, McCaffrey. they drafted Brian Anger over over Russell Wilson. They that, drafted that, that was a good pick. <laughs> it was a terrible pick. They drafted Leonard Fournette over Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. And Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey. And what was the other one they had? Uh, that's the other yeah, it's the three of them. Yep. Well, I don't like to look backwards because number one, we have a very good punter now. And number two. So they grow on trees, punters. No, hold Everybody. on. Number two, Leonard Fournette is having a good year. He's the third uh, leading rusher in the NFL. Number three, we have a quarterback. It's Minshew. We don't need anyone else. So are, is he in now for good? I mean. Has he secured the starting job the not, rest of the season? Not yet. Not yet. What, if, what so. if they win? Well, so, See, I think Sunday's game will decide that because think about it. What is the schedule after that? Isn't it? The Jets and, and Bengals? Yes, correct. So Sunday's game decides whether Minshew's the starting quarterback yeah. in my mind. It should yeah. be. They're going to win the next three. It's Saints, Bengals, Jets, Texans in that order. They're winning the next three. Lock it. Another lock. Oh, man. All right, so if he wins the next three, <sighs> Is that then a, what? I think he has to win the next four to guarantee startership. And the Texans is in London. <laughs> is that a word? Startership? Okay. You know what I meant. I, I know what you meant. Yeah. So, Tony, the Texans are in London. Yeah. Right? So, he's got to win three games. This is the week, though, because you, you look at it. If he wins this week, he should beat the Bengals and the Jets. Yeah, they're, they're bad. bad. teams. Are both those games at home? No, no. Bengals no. in Cincinnati. Oh, terrible place. But think about it, Tony. It, right? Got, so, he should they, win those two games. They got that skyline chili. The worst chili in America. It's not good, is it? What's the rib place? Montgomery Inn is pretty good. I don't Montgomery care. Inn. Yeah. Skyline Chili is the worst chili, and you can tell everyone in Cincinnati I said it. I think it's awful. Like, it's got, like, cinnamon in it or something. Why they like, why they promote this is this is great chili. I don't understand. It's, like, watery, like, it's barely on, it's any on noodles. Meat. And you put it on spaghetti. And you put it on spaghetti noodles. It's awful. And then, like, even if you like the chili and you want to put it on a hot dog, like, I like chili dogs. It's terrible because it's so runny and soupy. You can't you can't have a chili dog with it. It's the worst chili well, in America. We've digressed off of our uh, topic here. Let's come back. The um, people of Cincinnati well, so wait, are great Tony never answered the question. So if he wins this week and wins the next two, is he the starter? I said he guarantee he's a guaranteed starter if he wins the next four. Three of what four. What if he wins three? 
that would make them five and four. I think they go to Foles. At five and four, really? You're asking me what I think they do? I think they go to Foles. I wouldn't. I'd stick with Minshew. All right, let's come back. We'll, I think uh, they go to him, though. Let's get back to the defensive side when we return. See what the Jaguars but it, it also can how, do there. How yes. they get to that five and four matters. Like if he slinging- lost, he threw for 377 yesterday. So how do you factor that one in? Wasn't on him. Yeah, it was. He fumbled three times, Pete. That's, That's on him. Well spot, even okay, he fumbled twice. He doesn't fumble those two times and win the football game. There's the difference. Thank you. Coming up at Daily's Place, Zach and Brown Band. And if they don't give up 290,000 yards talking. What are you doing? of rushing, stop. they probably win the game. Zach Brown Band. Will you stop talking? Zach Brown Band, October 17th. Great, great band. We're trying to sell band. tickets. October 18th, Chicago. <laughs> Young Thug out. and Machine Gun Kelly, October 19th. Tickets at dailiesplace.com. Back in a moment. More Tony Baselli. We haven't had enough yet. It's I after agree. this. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans of the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Kessley Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. At Gate, when the Jags win, you win. This season, we're throwing it back to 1995 when it all began. 
Each time the Jags win, you can enjoy retro pricing on all 20-ounce Pepsis. So hurry into gate the day after every Jaguars victory and throw back your favorite 20-ounce Pepsi for just 94 cents. Co-Jags. Gate, serving up more. Valid at participating North Florida gate locations. Limit one per customer. Yeah, that's exactly how we felt, you know, the whole time. And um, it goes back to what you said earlier, the first question you asked about the misfits. If we could have just, you know, did a couple of more fits and a couple more three and outs, we could have put the offense in a better position uh, as a defense. And, uh, you know, we're going to work to get that better. That's unique in Gakwe. A couple of sacks, tackle for loss yesterday. Are you relaxed, Tony? Your foot's on the table? You're leaning back in the chair? You got a nice tea? You're going to lean back and do the show? And... I don't. I mean, the tea is, is not my style. I'd like to have a cup of coffee. That's right. what, well, the Jags lost. So you get what you get. Yeah, like I said, when you lose, everything stinks. I mean, you got, you know, just food tastes crappy. The sky, it's raining out. You know, it's just it's a bad day. No, now, Nothing tastes good. You know what happens sometimes after a bad day? A good day happens, you know? Let's hope so. Uh, let me the say, sun always rises in the east. Well, thanks. That's wow, getting philosophical on yeah. me. Yeah, JP, that's JP? great. Yeah, me, well, me, got to. This guy's off, the, off his rocker Let today. me give you some good news. Something I, lo- something I love about this team. What's that? Love this team. Every one of them. And I was reminded by watching the video of uh, Ngakwe coming back. This is a tough group who plays hard and no give up. I mean, like, as negative as that, like, they were bad on defense and their run fits were atrocious and guys got to play better, especially the linebackers. But it's not like they're laying down. Like, they fight. And yeah, they, two weeks in a row they could have laid down and they didn't. That, that's why I, I actually, I'm really, I have a lot of respect for these guys in this team. Because this team would not have done this last year. This was a team that quit last year at times. Like, it was just had enough. Like, we're not. Titans game, Titans game. And this year, yeah. this year, all year, with all the distractions of 20 and all the stuff going on, this is a tough-minded group who perseveres, who plays hard, who fights to the end. And I give them credit. Like, they were bad on defense. They were bad. Yeah. Like, I've been there before. I've been a part of seven, eight sack offensive lines. When you don't want to look at anybody and talk to anybody and you're embarrassed because it's like bad. And there's like, you have nothing to say. Because it's just bad. And, that, and those were the times in the locker room when you walked in and said Mark was responsible for four of them for holding the football. <laughs> well, he was. <laughs> he was. I mean, let's not, let's not kid each other. I mean, everyone knows it was not the guys up front. Um, but. What they net, but they what they do, and they remind. I mean, they remind me of some of the early Jag teams. They play hard, man. They they're they're a gritty group. Injuries, guys come in. I mean, just keep it going. And uh, I give them credit. I give them a lot of credit. And I think, and because of that attitude, the toughness, the mental toughness that this team has, I'm confident that come December they're going to be fighting for the division title. Like, as, mu- as, as disappointing that loss was yesterday, because every loss stinks. You, I mean, three and two would be great. You got a tough Saints game coming up. Um, but they're going to be – I, I think they'll have a good week. I think they'll come out physical. I think they're going to play tough against the Saints. I think they'll be – I mean, it won't be because of lack of effort or grit that they're going to you know, win or lose this game. Uh, and 
because of it, I think come December they're gonna have a real chance to win. The I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I think they they're feisty. They just gotta clean up a lot of crap. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of bad oh. stuff going on. The defense. Um, Ooh, yeah, there was a an, the defense. Pewee. By the way, we stinky, haven't stinky. talked about the elephant in the room. What's that? Jalen. Twenty. Well, what's to talk about? Well, I mean, he, a is he hurt? They sent him to a specialist to find out if he is indeed hurt. No idea. He's and then he's in Houston taking pictures with the quarterback of the Houston Texans on the day of a game. Yeah, we've got that to on To me, Inst- that's not a big deal. Yeah, on I, Instagram. I don't, I don't, think, does, it's, I don't does, think it's a big deal. Deshaun Watson put it out. You don't think it's a big deal, Pete? Last night after the game, apparently. Did they send him to Houston or did he go? Uh, I, the word we've gotten is the specialist is in Houston he's going to see today. Correct. And they and- sent him there. They're going to get the review, I guess, today or tonight is what Doug Marone said. Okay, so if he went there at the request of the team and he so happens to be in Houston and his agent is there with Deshaun Watson and they're friendly, is that a bad look? So it's a bad look. It's not wrong. How about, does that make sense? So here's the thing. If it wasn't Jalen and it was any other player, would it be a bad look? It's still a division rival quarterback. Here's, I guess my they're problem friends. is – and I tried to explain this this morning. It's a bad look because of everything else that's been going on and how Correct. it's been handled. It's a bad look. Um, but today's NFL is different, and you might as well just come to understand that guys are friends, social media is big, and this is how people operate and they live their lives. Now, if it was me and the prudent thing to do, and if you had self-awareness, I'm fine with Jalen going to Houston because that's where uh, – his specialist is. I mean, I think the right thing is if you're really if because he came out and told everybody he cares about his team and his teammates and wants to support them. Why not go to the game in Carolina, watch the team play, support your teammates, and get on a flight and fly to Houston last night? Or if that doesn't work and maybe the team didn't want him there, that's a possibility. Sometimes injured guys don't travel, which is fine too. And you want to go to Houston early, and you want to go meet up with your friend Deshaun Watson. And you have the same agent. I'm fine with that, but have enough prudence and self awareness to say, "Hey, Deshaun, don't put that on social media for me," because be clear, Jalen did not put that on social media. Deshaun Watson put that on social media, and I think the prudent thing would have been for Jalen to say, "I'll hang, we're boys, but do me a favor. It's a bad look for this to be out on social media." The bad look for me, I don't want my team, I don't want to send the wrong message to my teammates, and I don't want to send the wrong message to the fans. Because according to Jalen, he cares about his teammates and the fans of Jacksonville. Because that's what he told us. Is, is that not what he told us in the press that's conference? That's what he said. It's what he said. He so, said it. The man said it. That's what he said. So if that's the case, then that's a bad look. It's a bad look for those reasons. Him being there, I don't care. If he has a doctor's appointment there, go hang out with your buddy. Whatever. Right. But, right. It's, a ba- but it's a bad look, Pete. But, I mean, of all the things that has happened, it's, it's the least of the bad looks. But you it, know all, I mean? it all adds up, deal. Pete. It all adds up. It's the wrong message. Pete, you know. Well, he's not getting wrong. traded, so that much we know. But you know as well as I do, in today's social media and the way we interact, you have to have self-awareness of the message well, you're Let me ask you this. You think that's another shot at the organization? Look, guys, I I'm, I'm brazen. I don't care. I Do what you want. I want out. I haven't thought about it enough, but it might be. I actually don't care anymore. You don't care what? That if he plays or not? No. 
Would you trade him? I wouldn't trade him. No, I wouldn't trade him either. And you know what? Who's that on if he doesn't play? It's on him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would now I would be doing it. I'd I'd be very strict about what I, my expectations were. Like if you're hurt, then you're gonna be at treatment. You're gonna be here, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna go through the protocols. Or else you're not getting paid. Or you're gonna get fined. Contact detrimental to the team or whatever. So I just make I'd I'd be very strict on the rules like anyone else, expectation wise. I love the fact that they're not trading him though, because look, you can't allow that to happen. It changes the entire dynamic of your organization. Everybody who goes there is gonna have one or two good years, they're gonna wanna get out. You can't do that. I agree. You can't let NFL players dictate where they can and can't play. It's not gonna it doesn't work that way. Agreed. So now you got Stefan Diggs doing it. This guy's going, no, you play for me, and that's it. Well, Diggs got fined. The, the Vikings are going right after him. But he didn't show up. Because he didn't show up for practice right. and all that. They're going right, right after meetings. him. Yeah. yeah. So, and, so what's going to happen? So the, the results will come back, whatever they are, and either he'll be well, right, get right, and play, or he's hurt and won't, right? Well, if the specialist says there's nothing wrong, then you got to play. If the specialist comes back and says he has back issues, then you got to fix it. Whether it's rehab or surgery, and based well, if the on- specialist comes back and he has back issues, which it, it could be the case, then all the stuff that everybody's banging him on, they're wrong. Right, and, and by the way, his value, his long-term value, depending on what the back issue is, because having a back as an athlete, as a young man, is not good. Mm-hmm. If you're going to miss time in your third, what is this third year, fourth year, fourth year, yeah. because of back issues. Right. I mean, you, you got to make sure. Now, yeah, that's not one. That's not one. That's not you one would to play with. Fake to get out there. No, you would, to get out of something because you don't want anybody to know you have back issues. No, play with a like, yeah. So we'll wait and see. I, I I always try to give the players the benefit of the doubt. The guy says he's hurt. He's hurt. So if Jalen's telling me he's hurt, he's hurt. I agree. I, I, I know uh, nothing. Gotta, I know you got to take him. You, look, everything. He was sick. His wife had a baby. Everything he said was accurate and true. You got to believe that he's hurt. I don't know anything else. If I come to find other information that he's jaking it, faking it, jaking it. I know I said jaking it, but then I figured some people might not know what that means, so that means faking it. Um, you never heard that before? No. Pete, you've heard jaking it before, right? Of course, yeah, jaking okay. it. Um, but faking. You got to be in a locker room to hear that, Tony. JP's never been in one. <laughs> oh wow! Ouch, oh my ouch. gosh! Wow. So if he's faking it, <laughs> which at this time I have no reason to believe. Based on information, but if I find out he is, then, then what? I'll, then what? Yeah, now I'll call him out on that. Oh, oh I mean, you, well, if he's faking, if he, if he's faking, I, I, it's one of the all-time worst looks you ever see. Yeah, it's I a lost, terrible look. It's a bad look, and I would lose respect because. And you know what? I wouldn't want him on my team, but I, I still wouldn't, wouldn't trade him. I would no. All right, uh, let's come back. Prior to each game, entertain guests in air-conditioned suites of the public's ultimate tailgate party presented by Party Shack. Visit jacksvillage.com or reserve your suite today and do that for this week's game against the Saints. We're back in a moment. Much more ahead. Your social media questions coming in the second hour in just a little while. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. 
DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hungry for something different and delicious during the game? Visit the Daily's Food Truck in the Fan Entertainment Zone near Gate 1. They call it the world's nicest food truck. And at over 48 feet long, it's one of the world's largest as well. Serving Daily's fresh made-to-order sandwiches, subs, tacos, and desserts before, during, and immediately after the game. You will absolutely love Daily's food and friendly service. Come by and see why the Daily's Food Truck is the world's nicest. Or just stop by and grab a quick pick for the gram. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is here to help you keep your money working hard, week in and week out. Open a yield pledge checking or money market account today and start scoring some of the most competitive rates in the country. To see how we can fit into your financial game plan, visit a financial center near you or find us online at TIAABank.com slash Jags. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mike Dempsey here, folks. Imagine your tailgate overlooking the whole Jags parking lot from a top deck with a veranda before the game. The Party Shack Tailgate Village is no shack. It's a whole village of VIP tailgating suites. Beer, wine, and alcohol included, plus catered food sponsored by Publix, access to air conditioning, private restrooms, plus TVs, and top deck views all for one price. The Saints and Jets games are nearly sold out, so get in on the Party Shack Tailgate now at jacksvillage.com. That's jacksvillage.com. We're back, Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, and Tony Baselli has just made his way back in from the coffee room. Welcome some, back. Welcome back. Blend. We need you to wake up tonight is what we need. That's just what we need. You and more caffeine. Got the Vermont. That was decaf tea. Ugh, terrible. What's the point? I have no idea. Why yeah. would you drink decaf tea? It doesn't make any sense. Unless your throat was bad two weeks ago when I was on the air. Then that's when you drink it. Welcome back. Um. We've got plenty to discuss in the second hour coming up in a little bit. We'll have your social media questions, which yes. Tony always looks forward to. And there's some doozies again tonight. Oh, I'll God. warn you. Great. I will warn you. You should have heard some of the yeah. calls in the postgame last were, night, Yeah, give guys. me some. What were they? The first what one were some of the, the calls, JP? The first one out of the gate was fire Todd Wash. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's about what I said. That's He's responsible for the run fit. I mean, he's only had a top six defense the last three years. Two weeks ago, he's yeah. a genius for sacking a guy nine times, and now he wants to fire the guy. Was that Hayes? Was Hayes calling in? <laughs> <laughs> what were the other ones? It was just stuff like that. And then the, there, there was some <laughs> people piling on Norwell, of course. Uh, but Hayes called the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Then Hayes up. fired him last year. Yeah, right? yeah, he did. Then I fired Hayes. Yeah, you did on this show. That's right. Well, yeah. that means either one of you are accurate because they're both still working. I was making a point, Pete. That's all I was doing. But you didn't like it. You said it was media on media crime. It was media on media crime. <laughs> you felt that it was uncalled for. It was uncalled for. No, it wasn't. You loved it. Don't lie. No, I. I, I you loved look, it, Pete. A guy's entitled to his opinion. No, he's not. Not if it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you always say they're entitled to their own wrong opinion. That's yeah. your that's your line, Pete. Just, don't share it on the radio if you don't if it's wrong, or in the media. <laughs> At least media Ryan, on media crime. Yeah. At least Rock can see it. Yeah, I mean there were a few others like you know there's some positive stuff, but some people were. Like the it was an exciting game. The Jags were in at the end, which was cool. All right, let's get, let's so there's a, it was a mix last night. Also, hey, can I say one thing about the end of the game real quick? No, <laughs> you don't have to throw a hail mary in that spot. You're on the 25 yard line. Run a real play. Uh, I watched the replay. I I would have done. I would have thrown. They had 19 seconds left, and you see it all the time. I would have run two quick outs, like seven yard outs, because they were giving that up. But after the offsides, weren't they on the 25? Yeah. Run a real play. You don't need to run a Hail Mary. Well, weren't they all back in the end zone? Pete, it was, they were literally all staying on the end zone. There was no real play to run. You, you can run then, then run. You know what you can do? Remember that play where teams ran it where they dump it down and the guys yeah. blocked those guys? I agree with that. They could have done that. That would have been interesting. Hmm. That would have given you a better chance. I mean, I just – the Hail Mary is such a – it didn't even reach. Well, because the pressure, yeah, on, uh, he had pressure around. from Cam. Yeah, they were at the twenty-four yard, twenty-four yard line on the last play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see. I think in that situation, you either run a real play or you run that play that me and Tony were just talking about, where you they're all back there. You just dump it down and go block. Yeah, nineteen seconds left. They were at the thirty-four yard line, and then they try to hail mary from there. Yeah, yeah, from there. Yeah, but, uh, and that's then, where I think you could have done like two seven-yard outs. Just and get down to like the 18, 19, 17 yard line. Type How much game. time was left when they used the timeout? One oh two. That was a bad use of the timeout. I thought too. it was too early, but I think part of the problem was I think I didn't want, and I said on the radio I wouldn't use it there because the defense was tired. You got them on the ropes, keep it going. Right. But it looked like the receivers were a little They're bit gassed. gassed yeah. But that's yeah. you got to go. And the offensive line, Cam was a little slow getting to the line of scrimmage. You got to go, big man. Come on. Get that get get on your horse. Get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that was a, that was not a good last minute and twenty of the fifteen of the clock management at well, all. I wouldn't have uh, called the time out there, but they did. They had a chance to win it. So let's do this. How mm-hmm. much time do we have? We got a couple minutes. Two, okay, a couple minutes. We're Producer be, Tony here. Two minutes. We're gonna have two columns, Pete. From the game yesterday, positive, good. You liked. We learned. Good for the future. Negative worrisome, problematic, really bad. Because everyone calls in about the negative, so we can do that. So I'll, I'll buzz off the negatives real quick. Run fits, linebacker play, um, turnovers by the quarterback. Um, Getting blocked big, in the run game uh, from the down guys. And uh, can't get pressure with four guys. Those would be the negatives. Any, anything right. else? Those are the main ones. Yeah, those are the negatives. I mean, and everyone, because of that, says – you know, cut Norwell. You're not going to do that. It's a dumb. If you're, if that's your take, don't call. It's dumb. Uh, fire Todd Wash. Another bad take. Don't bring. Don't call. It's dumb. Uh, but those need to be fixed. Like, if you have a take about one of those four things, like that's good. That's positive. Like, 
good fandom. Like that's negative. You should those need to be fixed. If they're not fixed, they're not going to win football games. Let's talk about positives. Last ninety seconds. You go first, Pete. Uh, quarterback. No doubt. I don't care if he turned the ball over on those fumbles. He's still positive. He had him in a position to maybe win the game late. So So I agree with that because, again, I said it last week, two weeks in a row now, we're down 21-7. We're down late. Like, you feel like you got a chance to win a football game because you have a quarterback that can operate. Correct. All right. Positive. That's one positive. What else? What else, Pete? Chark, positive. Number one receiver. Agreed. You You have a stud in the development at wide receiver that you can build around that is can take the top off, that can change a game, and will dictate coverage if he continues to play this way. What else, Pete? Uh, Fournette, I'll give him a positive. He, I mean, it wasn't great, but he was over 100. you got to give him a positive for that. I'm going to change it. I'm going to say run game. Second week in a row, they had a productive run game. Okay, run game. Anything else in 20 seconds? Nothing on defense, right? I think Josh Allen continues to be positive. Pete think, hates him, though. I know. I think. No, I don't. I love his game. <laughs> I think uh, the offensive line back-to-back weeks. Well, I think they. I think like not bad. We're back. Second hey, by hour. By the way, big negative. O'Shaughnessy gone for the yeah, year. Yeah, that hurt. That's big a negative. negative. Big negative. Second hour coming up. Your social media questions. Much more ahead. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. 
By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low price leader, Floor Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor Decor. We came in under budget. Way under budget. Uh, way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money? Money and make your house look great. I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor and Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit floorandecor.com. talk specifically about Andrew is that you know when when a guy has a bad play it, it's gonna it's gonna be a really bad play you know what I'm saying people are gonna notice it and go um, they don't notice all the good that happens during the game a lot of times I, I've always said that before I know that um, you know when I was a line coach I used to say all the time you can you can dominate someone for 70 plays but give up three sacks <laughs> and it's the worst game you've ever played but in saying that I think I think that's a good illustration of what happened. I think that, uh, you know, when you have a bad play, it was a, it was a really bad play. And I'm sure Andrew would want it back like we all would. Head coach Doug Marone this afternoon discussing Andrew Norwell and the offensive line, the interior of it especially. Welcome back. Second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco rehashing the Jaguars' loss in Week 5 in Carolina yesterday, 34-27. The Jaguars are now 2-3. and three. And are in third place in the AFC South. A little later, we'll recap all the AFC South games. We'll go around the National Football League and look at the AFC South standings. And we'll also get your social media questions. Yes, Tony, He yes. basically was saying exactly what I said. Correct. So You must have listened to the coach earlier No, today. he listened to me. Oh. Because I said it before him. I said it this morning. Hmm. Doug's a smart man, obviously. Because what he said is dead on. It's one play. It was a terrible play. That's all anyone wants to talk about because they don't watch the game. They watch highlights. They watch the skill guys. They don't know what the offensive line does. And so they see the one bad play, the flash play. It's bad. And they want to kill the guy. They don't know what they're talking about. It was a bad play. And I know that he did probably uh, thought about it a lot yesterday. And uh, you never want to give, give up a sack. You never want to give up a sack fumble, especially uh, I've done both. Never want to give up a sack fumble touchdown. I've never had the opportunity of doing that one. Um, and uh, it's a bad. The game. weird thing about that, Tony, is he's getting bull rushed by a defensive end because he's worried about the speed. It can happen, so he's high. His hands are outside because he's worried about the elusiveness of of Addison. So you play high, and you set high, and you have bad hands because you're just trying to grab him because <clears throat> you know if you get your hands on him, it's over. And Addison does a good job. He gets his hands right in between the shoulder on both numbers. Uh, has better leverage, and he pushes him back because Norwell's off balance. If, a, if he doesn't get him, does the ball get out? Because it looks like Burns yeah. is getting – it looks no, like the ball Taylor gets out. tried to no. chop Burns and he didn't chop him. The ball gets out. The ball is out, 
No one else is close. Oh, yeah, yeah. Burns is cut. He tried to cut yeah. him and he didn't cut him, but he wasn't going to get there. No, You're he right. wasn't getting there. It's over. It's, so it's a bad play. But, I mean, watch the game. That's certainly not on the quarterback. By the way, it looked like Keekley might have intercepted that anyway. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Because you can see him jumping it. Speaking of interceptions, it wouldn't have been, there would have been no uh, end of game clock management issue if. Uh, Bradbury just caught a ball that hit him right between the two and the four that missed right. it through. Well, that's right. That's the one that Dee Dee ran into him, right? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we were just talking about how you were just saying how smart Doug is and everything. Their clock management at the end of the games isn't very, and their situational management isn't very good at the end of the game. Oh, give me an example. See, Pete, you, you talk about this all the time around the league, too. This give is me, not just a Jaguars. That's bad thing. across the board. Well, at the end of the give game, yes, terrible clock management. Terrible. Like, give me an example. We should have used a timeout with a minute nine left. Well, you because it was a minute two. You were there. If everyone's exhausted, can't breathe, you call timeout. Okay. Well, then you don't have any. Well, okay. They were. T- they felt like their guys were tired. What was it? What down was that, JP? When he first called down. timeout, first down. First, they had a first yep, down. They just got a first down. Spike it then. Timeout's more valuable than the down. Yeah, they had just gotten up to the thirty-one yard line. Yes. And then. At the end of the game at the Texans, I, I, I fault them for that. They should have gone for two. Okay, but that's not, I mean. That's, that's not, part of that's game management. Yes, it is. Clock situation. You got to take into account how the game is flowing. The game was flowing defensively. It wasn't an offensive game. You just scored. You had the I, momentum. I'm not going to argue. I agree with you. I wouldn't have gone for two either there. They had just got to the 42-yard line. Yeah, 42. Pay there attention. That's JP. right. It was an 11-yard game. Then they called timeout. I mean, that's fair. Oh. I, would, I mean, clocking it there would have been fine. And here's like I, it I wouldn't have called the timeout. Like, I'll either. give an example. There was a score late. I can't remember which game it was. It's and only been five. Pete. They went up seven. They went up seven. You don't kick an extra point. You go for two to make it nine. We talk about Correct. this you and I all the time, Pete. When this happens, I go for nine. They're not going to go for two to beat you. It's correct. And Who's if, you, this? if you get the nine, just the game's in general, over. In general, when did the Jags do that? No, they did. But there was a. Team, I can't remember which team did it. But all these coaches. Box the end of, for everybody who has analytics guys all over the universe now. They still can't handle the end of games. Uh, it's fair. <laughs> and by the way, the analytics crowd out there, and and I know the Jaguars are big in analytics, and Tony Khan is. I love Tony to death. Like I told Tony though, when you guys could tell me that a fourth and an inch is the same as a fourth and forty inches, then come talk to me because they're not the same play. But on the stat sheet, how do they look on the stat sheet? Fourth, fourth and one. Fourth and a yard. Yep. It's true. Hmm. There you go. That's right. That's right. That's right. I listen, I think there's a combination. There's a place for analytics. It's a combination of analytics and flow of game and field field of game. You just said it. You just hit it spot on, Tony. Bingo. Flow of game matters. You can't just look at the numbers. You need it all. You need the numbers. The numbers are critical. And help you. I'm a big numbers guy. Big, big numbers guy. Believe in the numbers. You're a math I like too. numbers, yeah. too. I'm a big no, I, numbers guy. I, I like but data. I want more data. Equal. I want all data. I want as much information as I possibly can to help me make a decision based on the flow of the game. But if I hand you data, just raw data, it doesn't take into account flow of the game. That's right. Numbers are numbers. I, I, are we disagreeing on something? No, we agree, I'm but I'm saying most, stating, most stating. numbers guys won't agree with you, us on that. They, they're hard, fast, and steadfast on the numbers say to go for it. That's not necessarily true. Like the two-point play in Houston. Seemed like a flow-of-the-game decision. 
No, that's a decision. If you look at the analytics, it's actually 50-50 because it's actually, you know, if you took all if you if you went for two every time or went for uh an extra point every time and you look at the conversions of uh two-point conversions and the conversions of kicking the field goal or the extra point, it's literally about the same exact statistical, uh, you know, uh percentage of points you're going to score. But in this situation, it wasn't a 44-42 game, so it was a so it was a defensive is, game. So if, so so you look at that. So okay, it's a coin flip. At that point, you now go into situation and flow of the game. A lot of people say on the road you go and try to win it because you're on the road. I don't buy that as much because what does it matter whether you're on the road or at home? Or if you're the underdog, try to go win it because if you play in overtime, the better team's typically going to go win. Well, here's one too, Tony. Okay, but, fourth. But, and- hold on, but I, before before I go to this, Pete, let's talk, the, the, what I would look at is the flow of that individual game. Correct. And you, and you had a game where they couldn't move the ball. They had one touchdown off a turnover. You have a better kicking game because mm-hmm. of Lambo. And and your offense just put together a nice drive. So you had some momentum. So it's a coin flip whether you get the ball first or not. But let's say you lose the coin flip and they get the ball first. I'm you stopped them all day. I'm putting a lot of money at they're not getting more than three points out of a drive, meaning you have another shot. And you might have a shot them getting nothing and all you need you is three. Kick a 50-yarder and win. Well, it's just like a fourth and seven play from the three-yard line is not the same – or a third and seven play from the three-yard line is not the same as a third and seven play – I'm talking about from your own three-yard line, not the same as a third and seven play from the 43, right? That you, all you got to do is look at the way p- teams play it and tell it's not the same thing. But on the stat sheet, it says third and seven, correct? Yeah. Not the same. You know, you've been backed up on your own end zone. You know what that's like back no, there when you're backed up on third and long? Situational football matters. But numbers correct. matter. And what you do with the numbers matter too. So I, I think there's a place for both. Well, here's here's the numbers. I don't care what the data says. Don't call your last time out with a minute and nine left in the game. There's a minute two, Pete. Whatever it is, don't call the last time out. <laughs> How did um, let's go back to offensive line? That was the topic du jour at the top of the show here today. Um, outside of Norwell, that's we've debated that all day here. No, there's no there's debate. no debate. I knew that was it is coming. what it is. It is what it is. I knew that was coming. I walked into that one. How did the tackles play? How did Cam Robinson play for you, Tony? Well, Cam was physical. Um, he he got soft a little bit on his set, meaning he's a vertical setter, which I'm fine with. I'd like a little bit more width in his set than just straight vertical, but that's a that's a nuance. But see, he's got to stay. He's got to stay square a little bit longer. He's dropping in the bucket with that back foot and creating a short corner. Now he's strong enough and physical enough and big enough to get away with it at times, but he really squeezes the pocket on Minshew, and and that makes it tougher. But he's physical. I think he continues to get better. He looked like he uh, his shape was a little bit better. His wind and everything. So he he needs to clean that up. I think Juwan Taylor. Is that coaching Tony or is that just him? That's it's can bad. You, it's a bad. You, ha- it's a habit. Oh, wow. My phone just turned on. <laughs> I don't know how. What are you doing? I said I was a Tony, bad it's shit. a habit? Uh, yeah, it's a bad habit. He, he's got to rep it out. That means, like, for example, when he's, when he, if he's taking his, his set, his feet have to get wide, his left 
foot has to get wider? Is you that what you want? Yeah, a, deep, a wider set? You got to stay square, and you want to. You want to. I would try to create a little bit more width as you're going right. getting depth. Back. Listen, and, and he has a very good offensive line coach, so it's not like George is. I mean, George is teaching him the right stuff. Right. He's just got. He's got. It's like a golf swing. He can't just, get out of the hat. Yeah. It's just reps. It's reps. He had that issue last year. It's getting better. Better than last year. That's good. Um, I really like the right tackle. I think Juwan Taylor's gonna be a stud in this league. Physical, good technique, good feet, good hand. I mean, he played well. And uh, he's a right tackle, right? He's never going to be the guy that goes to the left side. Right now, yeah. But he has some feet now. Like, he is, he's athletic. I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't do it. He's a good right tackle, though. I like him a lot. Uh, Can, Richardson, both played good. I mean, they played solid. Norwell played well. <clears throat> I'm going to go back to the numbers. Let's just talk numbers because I don't want to bore everyone with, you know, you know, technique and nuances and did they get to the next level and how are the double teams because it was all good at times, really good. And the way you know that is if you block the best pass rush and give up two sacks and one hit on 51 dropbacks. Actually, I'm sorry, 53 dropbacks. That's pretty dang good. Particularly, it's a unit that came in with 14 sacks the last two weeks. And on the road, really good. If you rush for 140 on a team, that's pretty dang good. If you have over 500 yards of total offense on the fourth-rated defense in the NFL, that's pretty good. If you score 27, they score 27, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty dang good. So my point is, the offensive line played winning football. Couple plays you want to clean up. Norwell's gonna have the big one that he's gonna lose sleep over. It's part of football. It's part of life. It's the way it goes. Hmm. And we'll come back. Uh, get ready. Social questions from earlier today. Uh, submitted. Are there, are there submitted. Some bad, are there some bad ones? Yeah, there are. Ridiculous ones. That There's are some make things we. Yeah, probably. Yeah. There's some things we've touched on. We'll delve into again. Why not? It's right around the corner. I it's, got. I got my friends like shooting me text messages with your video you put on the Twitter. <laughs> not what I needed. Well, you said put it up. There. I said you were allowed to, but I wasn't really thinking about it. We're, oh, I'm allowed to. No, I have to ask your permission. Yes, you do. That's great. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at fanatics.com. The world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. You say no, we say way, no way, no way. 
Jags fans, come cool off with No Way Wednesdays at Gate. Every Wednesday during Jag season, come fill up an 8-ounce cup with your favorite Yobi frozen yogurt and all the tasty toppings you crave for $3.99. Enjoy this low-calorie, refreshing frozen yogurt treat and top it off with fresh fruit, sprinkles, and other fun toppings. Available at participating Gate locations. Gate, serving up more for Jags fans. Mike Dempsey here, folks. Imagine your tailgate overlooking the whole Jags parking lot from a top deck with a veranda before the game. The Party Shack Tailgate Village is no shack. It's a whole village of VIP tailgating suites. Beer, wine, and alcohol included, plus catered food sponsored by Publix, access to air conditioning, private restrooms, plus TVs, and top deck views all for one price. The Saints and Jets games are nearly sold out, so get in on the Party Shack Tailgate now at jacksvillage.com. That's jacksvillage.com. Since its founding in 1998, the Hanania Automotive Group has been putting Jacksonville first by caring about the community, giving to charities like Canines for Warriors, the USO, and more, caring about customers, giving you the best service, selection, and value, and by caring about the economy, providing over 1,000 local jobs and growing. Thank you, Jacksonville, for making Hanania the largest auto group in Northeast Florida. We'll always be here. We'll always care. Visit HananiaAutos.com. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash Jagscard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSP, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Surprised by you around the league? Are you surprised at all by how well you've done the first five weeks of this season? Uh, Hell you know. Like he said, you know, uh, I just come in work. I got receivers around me that helps me every day. You know, I just thank uh, Chris. I thank Keith. You know, because he's because he's always there for me. But like I said, these these guys never given up on me. Even last year, you know, and outside, you know, uh, you know, had they comments, the guys in this locker room never doubted me. So I wouldn't say surprise. DJ Chark Jr. in the locker room yesterday in Carolina after his fantastic performance, couple of touchdowns and a huge yardage day against the Panthers. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shatterk with Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. It's time now, gentlemen, for social media questions. Yay. Tony, your favorite. Pete, you love it too, I know, right? Oh, yeah, because it gets him so fired up. Well, he's already fired up today. I don't know how much more fired up he can be unless oh, we start he can asking. Get. Ask a Norwell question. You'll oh, get him fired up. It, it's coming. Stand by. Uh, number one, though, from Riley underscore Kendrick. I'm sure you touch on this earlier in the show, but what is with the run defense, whether it's McCaffrey or his backup, we couldn't stop anything. The question, though, where do we go from here? Now what for this defense, guys? I mean, you got to just clean up the run fits. you got to be better. Um, <clears throat> there's no one coming in to fix it, meaning like there's no like miraculous Superman you're going to go sign off you know, the waiver wire. 
I think it starts at linebackers. I think Miles Jack and Quincy Williams have to be better. Quincy Williams got benched. Uh, Miles Jack, in my opinion, was wildly out of position at times and, and was not at his best. I don't think he's played great football the last uh, all year to start the season. Um, he yeah. can be better. I think, he and, and I, you know, look, I thought Miles was going to be a star this year. I thought he'd break out last year. It didn't happen. Um, he's got to play better. And I love the kid, but he's got to be better. And Quincy Williams, his head spinning, Tony. Is that what that is, or is just know. a matter? Of- I think I think he saw I think he saw things for the first time in his life Sunday with Christian McCaffrey, and he got a little overwhelmed. And he explained it to me in the locker room this week. I, I I had the question, you know, how different is this challenge than opposed to a Derrick Henry, who's a downhill freight train type of guy? Well, he said. Well, Henry's between the tackles. He likes to get outside, but you know you're going to go hit the guy. He's not going to shake you really too much. This guy can shake you. You got to kind of go up careful and have a lot of guys around. Well, him. if you go too careful, that's the He's problem. Go around you got to go take a shot at him. It used to be with Barry Sanders. Go take your shot because if you come up and try to break down, he's quicker than you and more elusive. You're not tackling him, and so always take your shot with guys like that. And mm. and Quincy Williams didn't do it. Yeah, so there you have it. Uh, question number two, Samuel of Duval. Duval. Can we start talking about the draft? No. No. What Bye. in the no. world? Move on. Kind of Not in that division. Or one back. Right. What kind of question is that? Maybe drafting 32nd. Hey, even when, they, when they're playing poorly at certain times of the year, Baselli still won't talk about the draft, remember? Right, when they were 0 and whatever, 0 and 9. I don't remember, remember that. that? No. Nope. Yeah. Let's go. Move on. It was a while ago. Move on. Uh, social question number three, Luker underscore, can you see the coaches moving Miles Jack outside when Jake Ryan comes back? No. Well, it's interesting because Doug Marone was asked about Jake Ryan today. Well, where's Jake Ryan? And he was the offseason acquisition from the Packers coming off an ACL injury, and he had uh, a setback in the offseason, and he's on the non-football injury list. I've never seen Jake Ryan in my life here. If he walked in here, I don't know if I could point him out. I have no idea what he looks like uh, unless I went and looked on the Packers uh, media guide. Well, Doug Marone was asked about him today and said, I, I don't know. I haven't asked. I have no idea. So it doesn't well, seem and, like and he's And they paid Miles Jack a boatload of money to be a middle linebacker. He's not going anywhere. No. No. Jake Ryan. He's got to play better. He's got to play better. So Jake Ryan's not walking through that door. Jake Ryan. Nor is Jack Ryan. Jake. Or Jack. Or, or his brother Jack. Does he have one? I don't know. You're not getting the... The Jack movie, Ryan, the st- movie star, Jack Ryan, the, uh, the CIA agent that like saves the world. What? What are you talking about, Joe? Yeah, uh, uh, Joe, right. help me You're out right, here. You're right, Tony. He's I mean, wrong. Joe, help me out here. Am I right, Joe? No. I mean, are you are you an idiot? I mean, Pete, you know what I suppose meant there, right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Doesn't Matt Damon play him? No. But, uh, <laughs> no, the guy from The Office plays him. Oh, Steve Carell. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um. Steve Carell. Not Steve Carell. No. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. I don't know what the actor's name is, but he's good. It's uh, it's Pam's boyfriend. Yes. What movie is this? Jack, you, you've never seen Jack Ryan. You never seen the. You never read the books. No. Are you kidding me? No. What's the author, Joe? Uh, the Jack Ryan author. I've read his books. Tom Clancy? Tom Clancy. You've never read Tom Clancy? I know who Tom Clancy is. I've never read his books. He's he's like the character. Like Hunt for Red October. I've seen that movie. Okay, Jack Ryan is in Hunt for Red October. Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. Didn't realize that. Wow. And now now on Amazon Prime, which is a, I can say that because they're a sponsor of the NFL, has (laughs) 
They already have one season of Jack Ryan. Now the second season's coming out. Like he's like a CIA saves the world. So when I said Jack Ryan's not walking through the door, I mean, there's no one coming to save the day. Well, that makes more sense now. Well, I, it, thank it, you for clarifying. It's not as good if I have to explain it to you. Are thank you sure you. that the guy from the office plays him? I don't think he does. Uh, what's his name, Joe? John Frazinski. Yeah, John yeah. Frazinski. That's the no. Office I guy. thought it was. No, it is Pete. I've watched it fifty thousand times. Okay, you might be right. I thought oh, it was Chris that, Pine that played him. Chris, who? Chris Pine. No, you're maybe thinking of the movies. There's movies about. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the show on Amazon Prime that plays Jack Ryan. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I'm sorry. <sighs> Let's move along, please. Social question number four no, from you're, you're Chris Pine was Captain Doogie Turkey, Doogie do. What should the main concern for next week's game against uh, New Orleans be? Kamara in the running game or Thomas in the passing game? Oh dear. The defense. I'd worry about. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it's the defense. That Saints defense is really good. Obviously, Kamara's good. They have a good offensive line. This is a good team, and Teddy Bridgewater's getting better. He, he was good yesterday. He threw four touchdown passes. He looked good yesterday. So it starts – Sean uh, Payton, by the way, right now would be the coach of the year in my mind. Fair enough. So I think it's all of the above. How about that? You know, remember like the SAT test, like you have A, is it this, is it B, this, C, this, and then like D, all of the above. But if you had to stop one, you stop Kamara. Kamara on offense – and then take care of the front seven on defense. Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan. That's, yeah, the front seven. Next question from that guy, Tyler. Is it time to bench Norwell? He's our weakest link in the O-line. Also, what happened on the first fumble? Was it intended for the tight end fullback? Or was it meant for Fournette? Which one? The first the fumble, fumble. where it hit the fullback. No, it was meant for Fournette. That's on Minshew, number one. And no, you're not benching, uh, you're not benching Norwell. I saw a couple people today, guys, that, that asked, you know, Obviously, it's not going to happen. You've explained why. But why not move Richardson to left guard, you know, and leave Can at right guard and get Norwell out of there? That's crazy, right? Yeah, no. No. He did. He had a bad play. I saw another one where it had somebody asked, move Can to center, play Richardson, and move Linder to left guard. No, you're not doing that this year. <laughs> now, maybe – now, I'll say this. After the season – like, based on how the season goes, maybe you go to restructure Norwell's contract. He doesn't want to. Okay, then move on. Now you have Cannon Richardson. But not right now, no. Norwell's your starting left guard as long as he's healthy. He's play I mean, he had a terrible play. I get it. But you have to go look at the entire but You also body. have to get – fans look at it. They think they overpaid for him. They're not getting banged for the buck. That's what they're looking at. But that's not how you have to – if you're a coach, that's not what you're doing, Pete. You're putting your best five out there. You're trying to win football games. You we're not care. talking to the coaches. We're talking to the fans. Well, I'm trying to tell them it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> now, if he plays poorly, which I don't think he's played poorly, he had a poor play, then, yes, the opportunity is to move Will Richardson over there. Sure. That's an opportunity. But he hasn't played poorly. This is starting to remind me of Luke Joko again. Mm. Different situation, Pete. Different situation. <laughs> I'm going to go off the board here um, and uh, get another social. Just came in, actually. Who is in the tight end room now? Depth chart with uh, the ACL injury for O'Shaughnessy. Well, here's an interesting thing. Just an hour ago, the Patriots cut Ben Watson. Do you do you pick him up? Yes, I go get him right really? away. Really? Yes, I Me would. Too. How old is he? He can still move. He can still run. I didn't ask you that. How old is 34, he? 34, 35. Yeah, yeah. So you, I go get him. I go get him right away. 
just got released. So he's going to have to clear waivers. Yeah, so I don't know where you sit in that process. Probably middle of the pack right now. Hmm. He's 38. He's 38 years I still old. still go get him. You need help. Yeah, you do. Well, right yeah. now, who's in the room? Swain? Swain? Swain. Oliver might be coming back. Uh, you don't know. Uh, Seth DeValve. DeValve, Swain, and. There's a practice squad, Chris DeValve Jones. DeValve and Swain. Oh, Charles Jones, I'm sorry. And then Swalve and Salve and Dame. <laughs> what? Valve and Dame. DeValve and, and Swain. So Jeff Swaim, Seth DeVal, Josh squad, Oliver, right? Charles Jones is on the practice squad. I mean, Charles Jones, I mean. Yeah. They're going to bring him up from the practice squad, right? I, I think, yeah, bring him up. But I still think I'd look at Ben Ben Watson. Hmm. I don't know how much work he has. I don't know how much he has left in him. I haven't watched him all, but came across Twitter. Je- Joe's looking at me like crazy. Is he still on the roster, Joe? Who? Uh, no, no. But I said, didn't he, didn't he have a touchdown here ben Watson? in the Super Bowl? A long time ago? The Patriots, yeah, the per- Eagles? No, he wasn't playing in 2003. Was he? Yeah, it was 05. 16 years ago? 05? Yeah. 11? Yeah, maybe he was. Yeah. Hmm. He's older, but he can still play, I think. It's worth a look. I mean, he's better, I mean, with, he's better than he's not better having than, one. He's better than nobody. I don't think. When's he, Oliver coming back? Though? I don't think. It he, sounds like you know, he's practicing last week. He was limited some. Okay. Tony's shaking that. his head, though. Why are you shaking your head, Tony? You don't think? Number one, he's not a <clears throat> blocking tight end. No, he's not. Uh, number two, he's a rookie who's never played in a game and missed all of training camp. Number three, all those things add up to me, be, me being concerned of us counting on him to replace O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> As Ron Middleton put it to me in the pregame interview this week on radio, yeah, he hasn't even been in a damn scrimmage yet. Yeah, I mean, he's done nothing. I mean, nothing. Like, I'm not going to count on him. Can't. Yeah. Uh, there you have it. Social media questions are in. Thank you for the contribution. I didn't think I was that very bad. We're back in a moment. No, you were calm. Yeah. Uh, we're back in a moment. AFC South. Uh, we'll go around the division when we return a little later. A look around the National Football League in week number five. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. 
By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Since its founding in 1998, the Hanania Automotive Group has been putting Jacksonville first by caring about the community, giving to charities like Canines for Warriors, the USO, and more, caring about customers, giving you the best service, selection, and value, and by caring about the economy, providing over 1,000 local jobs and growing. Thank you, Jacksonville, for making Hanania the largest auto group in Northeast Florida. We'll always be here. We'll always care. Visit HananiaAutos.com. We're back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shatter, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. The Jags fall in week five in Carolina, 34-27. We've rehashed it all. Let's go around the AFC South and what happened in week five. And uh, there was one surprise. The bottom of the screen on Jaguars.com, Sunday night football. The Colts knocked off the Chiefs, 19-13. Brissett had a rushing touchdown. Marlon Mack ran the ball. Vinatieri was... Perfect in field goals, and the Colts come away with a big win last night. Pete, what in the world happened in Kansas City? Well, a couple things happened in Kansas City. A, Watkins went out early in the game. The left guard got hurt. Mahomes was gipping around on a bad ankle. Uh, they don't have Tyreek Hill. And the Colts defense played pretty well. And, and, they, have their, and they ran the ball on them. They, they kept have their backup the left tackle, too. What's that? Eric Fisher's out too. The back. That's the, right. The right. Cam Irvin can't play at left tackle. He so, could not block. Uh, they don't look. They haven't looked right on offense the last two weeks. Think about it. He has one touchdown pass in the last two weeks. One. Wow. Um, listen, I said there would be three, three and two teams because I thought we would be one of them. There's two. I just missed. I thought the Titans would beat the Bills and the Chiefs would beat the Colts. So hmm. I was wrong. The Texans over the Falcons. Falcons are done. It's over. Oh, they're done. Are they going to make a coaching change? That's the question. And, and and look, here's the other thing about yesterday, Tony. Deshaun Watson got the ball out of his hands. That's a first. Yeah, he was quick with the ball getting out of his hands. And Will Fuller went nuts. No DeAndre Hopkins, though. Oh, yeah. He's having a rough go. He hasn't been doing a lot lately. It's weird. Well, all the coverage goes to him, and I think Will Fuller's taking advantage of it. They play at Arrowhead this week. The Titans looked bad yesterday. Yeah, the Bills. Bills defense is good, though. Bills are very good. 
really, really good. They shut down the Patriots. They and you know I expected them um, to play well against the Titans, but I thought I mean the Titans missed four field goals. They make those four field goals. It's a different game, obviously. Well, they got rid of their kicker today. They and, cut him. A lot of talk. Signing Cody Parkey. Yeah, that's not great. Another, a lot of talk between uh, Taylor Luan and uh, some of the Bills defenders. Yeah, Shaq Lawson and uh, Phillips, and Jordan Phillips. Who, by the way, Jordan Phillips was outstanding yesterday. Outstanding. They couldn't block him. Miami, he's, Miami got rid of him. Remember? Yeah. So, after yesterday's action, here's a look at the AFC South standings. Houston leads away 3-2. and two. Indy at 3-2. and two. Both are 1-0 and oh in the division. The Jags 2-3, and 1-1 one and one in the division. And Tennessee at the bottom 2-3 and 0-2 and oh and in the AFC South. That said, gentlemen, would you like to provide your AFC South power rankings, though they don't matter. The standings are the only thing that do. Pete, would you like to get us started? Yeah, Pete, you go first. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll put the Texans number one, the Colts number two, the Jaguars number three, and the Titans number four. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Colts number one. Why? They beat the Chiefs. They beat one of the best two teams in the AFC on the road in Arrowhead, which and I believe that the uh, they lost at home last week to the. Um, doesn't matter. It's week by to week. The Raiders. And I think the Chiefs are going to beat uh, the Texans this week. So I'm going Colts, Texans, Jags, Titans. I mean, it's close. Don't get me wrong, Tony. It's no, close between the I'm Texans get, and the Colts. You are wrong, so I will get you wrong because you're wrong. No. Okay. Well, after next week, it will be because I think I agree with you. I think the Chiefs will beat the, the Colts. I mean, the Texans this week. Who do the Colts have this week? I think they're on their, they're on their bye. You sure about that? I think so. That's correct. They're the, not on the schedule. Who do the Titans have? They're in the bye, too? The Titans have the Broncos in Denver. That could be another loss. Titans aren't very good. No. So <laughs> next week, I see. Um, listen, I said it early in the show. I'm gonna say it now. We're gonna win the next three games, and that's a lock. A, a winning streak of three in a row. Three in a row. You know, I. I so that's think a, they that, will too. That's a triple lock. I mean, it's the first ever triple lock in the history of the show. I think they're going to win this week. I think the Saints are a little full of themselves, and and I still think that the Jaguars' defense will finally start to show up. Um, and I think they'll win next week, and then the week after. Frankly, and then they go to London, and if they beat the Texans in London, they'd probably be in first place. Frankly, I'm shocked. I've never given the triple lock before, but it's a powerful. So, thing. Okay, if you give out the triple lock, that gets them to what five. Uh, they'll be five and three after the triple. And lock you've already is... locked the second Titans game. That gives them the six. So they only probably only need to win three more games and have them in the playoffs for your your lock lockways, Tony. Think well, about it. We're only starting. Listen, the triple lock is brand new. It's never been put out before. I double locked the Titans game, so that's done. Um, and stay tuned. You yeah. locked this one too this week, by the way. Well, that's that's we forgot about that. We move on, Pete. Oh, so that lock was broken. It was right. uh, the key was found. <laughs> he locked. Yeah, he did. He locked it. If I, you know, he conveniently forgot to say that, didn't someone, he? Jake? They snipped it off like a storage locker. Someone didn't found they? the key. Yeah. They found the key. It was unfair. Yeah. Um, the triple lock. Let's focus on the future. Um, we got the triple lock. It's in place. After they beat the Saints, be prepared for the second triple lock in the history. So. 
By the way, the schedule looks funky now. At Raiders looks like it might be a tougher game you thought. Out at Falcons might not be a tough game at the end of the year. Well, at Raiders is the last game ever in the Coliseum, right? Yeah, I mean, come on, Pete. Weird looking, anyway. You're looking way too far ahead. I mean, I can't go. You gotta there. look ahead. You, I'm, I'm going by your triple locks Pete, and stuff. I just, Pete. I mean, you're going to the end of the year. I just do a triple lock. I mean, you should. But, but, but I'm saying, if you triple locked it and you locked the Titans game, that's four wins. That gives them the, that gives them the six. Can you? So you need to start looking at the schedule. If you get three more. And you got the Falcons, and you got the Raiders, and you got a Bucks coming in the town. You got a chance. You got that's nine, maybe. Pete, could Put you them in the least, playoffs. Pete, could you at least respect Triple Lock and not go look that far ahead? I agree with your Triple Lock. So, listen, <laughs> so really, what I can't figure out is why he's firing a gun for the Triple Lock. <laughs> right, it doesn't make any sense. This is historic if you think about it, because. I gave the triple lock, and, <laughs> and then Pete verified the triple lock, so it's really a double triple lock. That we've never had that. It's a guarantee. Just give him the wins. We don't need even play need to play the games. And if it happens that way, they can't take Minshew out of the lineup. I still think it comes down to Houston. They win the next three. It goes to Houston, and it'll determine whether Minshew's. I wouldn't. I'm with you, Pete, but I think the Houston game. In, uh, when does when does Bowles come back? I think the bye week is. Yeah, it's a bye week, but it would be the week after is when they, that would be the soonest he could be back. Soonest. We haven't had a medical update on him or anything. So it would be at the Colts. That's Correct. the first time he actually could play. Yes. Yeah, he won't play that week. I don't think. Well, then if they win that game and they win and they're seven and three, then you're not changing. Yeah, because you all you gotta do is win like two more to get in, right? It's not. It's over. So if they if they go seven if they get to seven and three, he doesn't come out. No, no, no. Bank and then I mean, then what do you do one. with Foles? <laughs> he backs up. He's the most highest paid backup in the history of the NFL. Wow, that would be incredible. The question is, what do you do next year? That's when it gets tricky. This year, I don't think it's that tricky. We're not talking about next year yet. I agree. That's it's I only October. It, what happens if they got in the postseason and the kid made a little run? You can't take him out. No, then he's the starter. Then you got to trade him. Trade Foles. By the way, uh, can you think the Steelers wish they had Josh Dobbs back now? <laughs> yeah, how about that? Uh, let's come back. We'll go around the National Football League, that. including the Mason Rudolph injury. In a, I didn't see it. Pittsburgh. I it was saw, nasty. I just saw him walking off with his face mask off. It was something else. That's not good. It was something else. Not um, good. People. Hey, join Ooh, the Jaguars. If he plays in the next three weeks, I'll be astounded. Join the Jaguars to celebrate the NFL's 100th anniversary and the Jags' 25th season, Saturday, October 12th, at the For the Love of Football Fan Fest, powered by Miller Electric. It's 1 to 7.30 p.m. Enjoy inflatables, photo ops, Jags legends making appearances, a roar-free cheer clinic, all at Daly's Place. Register at jaguars.com slash fanfest. Around the league when we come back, it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum 
results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. How would you like to see your child roaming the same field as our Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you can if your child is selected as Daly's Kickoff Kid. One Daly's Kickoff Kid is chosen before every Jaguars home game to run onto the field and retrieve the tee after the Jaguars kickoff. Your child will also be on the field for the game's official coin toss. Winners receive four club seats, pregame field passes, an autographed Jaguars football, and lots of awesome treats from Daly's. Register your child today at jaguars.com forward slash Daly's K-O-K. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Sunmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. We're on the home stretch of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. We just touched on the AFC South. We took your social media questions earlier in the program. We dissected the Jaguars' offensive line and Tony's support of Andrew Norwell at left guard. The uh, Jaguars' run defense, we've found fixes for that and figured out that you can't turn the ball over three times and win. We've done all that in this program. It's been a full show. But it's not over until we go around the National Football League and recap all the games from Week 5. Before we get to the games, the first coaching casualty, Pete, Jay Gruden's out in Washington. Yeah, and this was one of those situations, JP, when you're talking about the owner and the coach weren't on the same page. Remember, he was forced to draft Dwayne Haskins. The staff and the football personnel people didn't want him. Bruce Allen, Dan Snyder did. Now they're itching to play him. They're 0 5. It was an easy way to get rid of them. I, I think it's. And Bill Callahan takes over, and he said he's not going to play him this week, but it's only a matter of time before he's. Who, who did uh, Gruden want? Supposedly Daniel Jones. Well, they, they they weren't picking high enough. It didn't matter. But they could have made a move to go get him if they really wanted him that much, you know? So. 
My favorite, and I didn't see it, but I read it on uh, Twitter, so I hope I'm not getting it wrong. Saw it on the internet. It must be true. Because Twitter sometimes can mislead you. Mm-hmm. But basically, that uh, Bruce Allen, the what is he, vice president, president of the team, whatever his title yeah. is, said they do not have a cultural problem uh, in Washington. Well, I mean, then why are you firing the coach if there's not a cultural problem? That's not on the coach. Well, how about the whole? How about the his, How about the recent history of this franchise? And he's a, he's the one who's been responsible for it, right? Yeah, I mean, I think they do have an issue. Hmm. Let's get to the games now. Cardinals over the Bengals. Cardinals, oh, the battle of winless teams. By the way, real in. quick, JP. Yes. What about Byron Leftwich for that job? It's, er, it's too early, Pete. I like. I saw you say that. I'm not saying it's not the right one, but let this thing play out. Right yeah, I don't now, know if that'll be his job anyways, because can he go in there? And, I mean, he, he's going to work for Dan Snyder. I don't know. It's too much. And right now, I, they're, let's not kid ourselves. The Buccaneers are two and three. It's not like they're uh, lighting up the. Uh, no, but the offense is playing good. Okay. I, I think Byron will be a head coach. I'm with you there, but it might just be right. a little early. Cardinals got a win in the battle of winless teams. Cardinals over the Bengals. Uh, they're, uh, who cares? I mean, uh, <laughs> bad, bad football. Kyler Murray. Well, Kyler win. Murray was better yesterday. I'll yeah, give him that. Okay, what, what, give me his numbers. Kyler Murray uh, ran for a touchdown. He had 93 yards. He was 20 of 32 passing, 252. And ran for 93 yards. I mean, he had a good game. Right. Good game. What do you want? That's right. what they des- That's how they designed the thing. Right? The he is little, man. He looks so little <laughs> when he's out there. Yeah, he's small and the Bengals stink. Yeah. Uh, Jags, you hit the Bengals in a couple of weeks. Uh, Saints over the Buccaneers, 31-24. Teddy Bridgewater went wild in that game. Yeah, that one, uh, I thought the Bucs would win um, the way they've been playing. But Pete said it. Sean Payton, coach of the year so far earlier in this year, what they're doing. He's been um, phenomenal. They're really I mean, good. Think about it. Look at the run they little made. Seattle, right? Won at Seattle with Teddy Bridgewater. Beat the Cowboys with Teddy Bridgewater. And then and now just beat the Bucs. I mean, he's coach of the year right now. So, it's going to be a tough matchup. They're coming to town, but I look forward to it. They have really good players, by the way. Yeah, Michael Thomas, Kamara. Uh, that offensive line is the good. offensive line's good. The defensive is a bunch of studs right now. You have, at um, every level, you have good players on that uh, defense. Right, Jordan, Jordan Davis. Davis, and Lattimore. Yeah, and then even the back. Marcus Williams is playing great at safety right Yeah, they're a good team. They're a good team. Thomas yesterday, 182 yards receiving on 11 catches, two touchdowns. I mean, he's no DJ Chark, but I mean, they better is. hope they better hope Jalen has a, a real good healer with that back. They need him. I don't I don't see Jalen playing. No, no. Really? Nope. You got inside information? No, I have zero inside information. What I if he's healthy? What if the specialist is like, "Hey, you're healthy"? I, I my gut says he's not playing. I hope I'm wrong. And wow. I have no inside information. Zero. Just my gut. I have a gut. I, I saw it. Um, it's big right now. Vikings over the Giants, 28-10. to 10. The Vikes get it done. When is uh, Saquon coming back, Pete? I doubt he plays this week. They play Thursday night. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, doing the game. I'd be sh- You're doing the game? Yeah. I'd be shocked if he plays Thursday night. I wouldn't play him. Then he get an extra 10 days. Then he can come back down. Yeah, I wouldn't play him either. But I'm looking forward to seeing that Giants team with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Keep an eye on that uh, young receiver from Auburn, Slayton. He's starting to make plays. I liked him when I saw him in the spring. Well, and Gal- uh, Gallum, is it Gallum, the backup running back? Gallman. Wayne Gallman. Uh, he had the concussion or something. Yeah, they're down to the third back. Yeah, maybe. so they got issues. I can't, I mean, 
And here's the thing. They're going to New England. Bill Belichick. What, I'll give you each a guess. What, what is his record against rookie quarterbacks at home in Foxborough? 11 and 0. You, yeah. you cheated. He owned, you cheated. He, he owns them. Yeah, it's not even close. He's 17 and 5 all time. By the way, Kirk Cousins, the passing game got called out and he responded. But of course, it wasn't a big game, right? Not a big game. He always plays well in the game's not a big game. Well, this week they got the Eagles. Big game. See how you do this week, Kirk. Yeah, speaking of the Eagles, yeah, call couple... him out, Pete. Yeah. Call him out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's I right. call everybody out, Baselli. No, you're scared. Def- <laughs> speaking of the Eagles' defense, they scored a couple times and uh, knocked fly, off the Eagles, Jets. Fly Eagles, fly. Huge. The oh, Jets yeah, are big, terrible. Big game. The Jets are terrible. Is Gase one and done? No, but the Jets. Who's gonna win? Who would win with the garbage they got on the field there? Come I on. would. I would. No, you. You, you would. Yeah, I would. Really. Raiders over the Bears in London at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. First NFL game in that facility. How'd the that stadium look? Looked great on TV. It did look nice on TV. Really nice. But again, the Bears. What this what they can look at Chase Daniels starting for Trubisky. That's not why they lost. The Raiders beat him up up front. That defense is supposed to be dominant. They J- Jacobs ran wild. He ran for 130 yards or whatever. Scored twice. They beat him. They didn't get him near Derek Carr. They just dominated him up front. That's the Bears' defense. That's on them. Ravens over the Steelers, 26-23. Mason Rudolph knocked out on the field. The cart to get him off the field malfunctioned, so they had to basically walk him off the field. Um, yeah, but he won't remember any of it anyways. It's no. a bad look. He's walking off the field with no face mask on. Not a good look. No, you haven't got, seen the hit did yet. you see the hit? No. Oh my God. Right in the chin. I mean, an out before he hit the ground. Oh, he was, was he was out gone. immediately, and I mean, you, you didn't think he was going to get up, and they'd have to cart him off, but there was no cart, and they, then then they got him off. But the kid came in and played well. The kid from Sanford, he did some nice things. Was it a was it a legal hit? No, it got him in the chin, like in the in no, the helmet. Not legal. Yeah. Why? It hit him in the helmet. Was he a runner or was he in the pocket? He was throwing the, the ball. Po- he's okay. in the pocket. Yeah. The, the, I didn't know. I'm asking. Well, you, you, it's all over Twitter. Look at it. You've been on. You're it. on your phone the last three segments. When you By the way, up. they did a good, great job on Lamar Jackson. The Steelers did. He was very. He was average, below average yesterday. Yeah, he had three three, three interceptions and a fumble. Yeah, he was below average. Hmm. He killed me in fantasy. Juju Smith-Schuster, by the way, fumbled in overtime. They had a chance to go get the winning points, and he fumbled, and then the Ravens turned it into a field goal. Great, Juju. Thanks, buddy. Way to go. Patriots are going to the Super Bowl, aren't they? They beat the Redskins 33-7. The Waltz? It's a Waltz. Who's beating them? If the Chiefs are healthy, they can. No, no, no. Chiefs aren't beating them with that defense at New England. Sorry, not happening. Well, listen – Pete, I, I don't want to burst your bubble, but they're not going 16-0. and 0. Who, the Patriots? Yeah. Well, I mean, they play the Chiefs, don't they, later in the year in, in, in New England? If they beat the Chiefs, that's two, they'll be two up on them. Yeah, that's they don't December, have to go 14 and two, and then they got yeah, to but the Chiefs edge. are going to win. That's week 14. They're not, the Chiefs are going to win. They might be going undefeated. To look at their schedule. It's not that hard. Looking at it right now, Giants, Jets, Browns, Ravens, bye yeah. week. Ravens can beat them. Go ahead. Where's Eagles? the Ravens game at? It's in Baltimore. Yeah, the Ravens That's can beat them. Game. They, can be, they won't lose that game. Though. Then a bye week, and then at Philly. They can lose that game. Home against Cowboys. They can lose that game. At Houston. They can lose that game. Home against the Chiefs. Yeah, since they, they never lose, lose to Houston, they're not losing that one. They can lose five games. Wow. They're going on the, They're going to lose two games, and they're going to beat the Chiefs, and the Chiefs will lose 
two and they'll tie. You they'll literally have to go just there. said just, something. The two different things in the same sense. You said they're going undefeated. They're going to lose two games. What's no, I didn't. I, just, I said they're yeah, not going right. undefeated. I said they will lose said. two games no. and they will go fourteen and two. Go back and, and listen. The, to they it. will beat the they will beat the Chiefs and the Chiefs will have to go to New England. Pete, go back and listen. To you. you said they'll be undefeated <laughs> and they'll lose two games. No, they're going. Look, they're going to the Super Bowl again. It's a waltz. I agree with that. Broncos over the Chargers, twenty to thirteen. Broncos' first win of the year. Chargers dropped their third. The Chargers have too many injuries. It's too much. They it's can't. amazing how many injuries they have. Hey, like and now they the, might be without Mike Pouncey. He had a neck injury yesterday. Like, went out of the game. Literally half their team is hurt. They're Why not, does that always happen to them? I don't Why? Know. I don't know, but they're not going to win it. I don't think they're winning much this year. No. Packers over the Cowboys, 34-24. Jones had shocker. four rushing touchdowns. That was the shocker. How many did Ezekiel Elliott run for? Because I watched that Packer defense the week before against the Eagles, and they couldn't have stopped Pete and I. Zeke yeah, ran for 62 wa- yards on 12 I watched That's the game. Nuts. He got a lot of it later. I watched the game, and I but I couldn't really tell without watching the tape whether he finally put another bigger player on the field. Tony, you saw him get gashed. They were playing that that small little defense they were playing with the ex, the dime linebacker. They were, was getting, a killed. They were getting killed. And, and by the way, Zadarius Smith was phenomenal yesterday. Just dominated up front. They beat they beat they beat the Cowboys line pretty good. Now there was no Tyron Smith, so you got to factor that in as well. You mean, you mean Zach Martin got beat one time? Oh, here we go. Bench defend, him. Defend bench Orwell him. again. Bench him. You need to bench him. Bench him. Bench Zach Martin. Put the backup right guard in his place. Zach Prescott, <laughs> average as average could be in the last two weeks. Still talking about paying him thirty-five million dollars, everybody. You gotta pay him. You're gonna have to pay him thirty. You have to. Remember, him. remember, he's not gonna take the deal. Price is going up every game. Well, the last two games have gone down. But, but you have to pay him if you're Dallas a franchise deal. You have to. Of course, of course. Not thirty million. There was talk million. that he, they would pay him thirty, and he was gonna go to thirty-five now. Yeah, that's that's goofy. Here you have it. Our look around the National Football League in Week Five. Oh, it's we, t- hold on. Don't uh, go there yet. I got uh, one more question. Oh, sorry, Pete. Who's the best quarterback? Give me the uh, top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Rank them. Go. Mahomes is number one. Okay. Wilson is number two. Wow. That yep. is breaking news. Pete Prisco said Russell Wilson is the second best quarterback he's, in the NFL, and Pete hated him. He's, turned, he's turned the corner. Oh, no, three Pete years ago, him. I hated him. I hated turned that him. corner a couple years ago. You still say he leaves the pocket too much, but that's his game. I still say he leaves the – yes. But you know what? I still think that the Seahawks should let him play faster more okay. than they do. We had a hurry. Okay, so Russell's to keep going. Uh, three would be – three's tough. Rodgers is still three. He's not playing that great, but he's three. Who's four? Brady? Brady's he's not playing three. great either. Brady's three to me. Watson, Watson's got to be up there. No, 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 no. Sean Minchu. Watson. Minshew's five. Minshew's oh in your God. top five. Wentz. Wentz. Minshew. I'll take Minshew over Wentz. No, you won't. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> okay. You get, the Eagles just called for a trade. Would you take straight up? You get Wentz for Minshew. I, want, I got Minshew. He's a mustache, oh. bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's time now for Monday Night Football. The Cleveland Browns are the NFL's darlings of the offseason. But the inconsistency has plagued them early in 2019 at 2-2. Two and two. They make a West Coast road trip to face the last unbeaten team in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers, and they're highly paid, but not quite elite yet, but maybe could be quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Who you got tonight in Santa Clara? Right now, the 49ers have one of the best defenses in all of football. 
Their defensive coordinator, old linebacker coach here for the Jaguars, Sala. Um, I like the 49ers. I think it's in Santa Clara. The 49ers are coming off a bye. I don't like the bye and then Monday night. That's weird. But I think they absolutely hammer the Browns tonight on Monday Night Football. Hammer them. I, I agree with you, Tony. I think that defense will be all over Baker Mayfield. They will not let Nick Chubb run. And you know what? There's an ex-Jaguar coach who actually has his linebackers. They actually played their run fits. Oh, wow. Whoa. Shot. Whoa. Shot taken. Shot by Pete Prisco. Pete, there you have it. So, Pete, you agree. Minshew's the fifth best quarterback in the league. I expect no, you to put I it on not. CBS. Minshew Mania is a great thing for the city of Jacksonville, though. It's a great thing nationally. You see Phil Sims came down and interviewed him on the NFL oh, today? Yes, yes. He's been all over the national broadcast the last couple of weeks. He's great. Just hold on to the ball in the pocket. Just what happens if it just ends? It's <laughs> not <laughs> going to. It could be so negative, Pete. It's not going to end, Pete. The kids <laughs> are, you, saying, you don't have Minshew like, mania, if, man. If he, if, he, if he plays well, he's staying. But if, what happens if it just ends and Foles comes back and then like five years from now, everybody will go, you remember that little four-game little run when the Gardner Minshew was the Minshew mania? <laughs> You're so negative, Pete. <laughs> Grow a mustache and put a jock strap on. Come back to us next week. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, we'll talk to you. Pete Prisco. All right, guys. Senior writer, CBS Sports. Tony Baselli. That's me. Pride of the Jaguars left tackle. You've heard of him. For our entire crew, I'm our J.P. Crew Shadrick. Joe. And Joe and dinner Brent and Trent. Uh, we'll see you next time. Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network.